What does it mean to live a cultivated life? To cultivate means to nurture and grow. It also means to try to develop a skill, sentiment, or quality. Losing my daughter, Aria, taught me that life is short, that none of us knows when our days will come to an end. How do you want to live your life? Who are the people that matter to you? Living with intention and purpose while navigating grief and loss is what the Cultivated Family Podcast is all about. I realized how important compassion for myself was in grief and how important compassion is for other people in their lives. What I want to offer is a message of hope, compassion, and love. You are not alone, my friend, so let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back to another episode on the Cultivated Family Podcast. This is Megan Hillica. (laughs) I just want to apologize right off the start. This podcast is going to be late and it is not going to be the best audio. I do not know why my microphone is acting up and I already recorded this episode and it just was so staticky. Now I'm going to redo it and it's not working. So the audio is not the best, so I apologize in advance. But today I want to talk about anger and grief and how when we are grieving that it doesn't give us the right to lash out at others. Um, It can certainly feel like you're in so much pain that it's okay to act a certain way or I know I felt many times I used it, I I kind of used it as an excuse in my mind to act a certain way or that it's okay for me to be this way because I lost my daughter, my daughter died. And I just I just want to offer and and maybe open up the idea that it doesn't give us a free pass to act however we want. I know that you are in pain. I know the pain is so unbearable so many times. But when we lash out at others and we use our anger to hurt others, it only hurts you more. And so I want to ask you this. Do you you like the person that you become when you talk badly about someone? Or do you like the energy that you have when you get angry at somebody? So anger, bitterness, frustration, all of these emotions, they all come with grief. And they're so normal and common. And I just want to open up this conversation about anger in a way that hopefully we can acknowledge and recognize it and also learn to process it and let go of it. So anger comes from the immense loss of control that we have in our lives. When your child is gone, there's no changing that. There's absolutely no, nothing that you can do to, to so-called fix the problem. After Aria died, I had a lot of anger in a few different ways. Um, you know, since my daughter died, I thought that maybe I would be a very good mom. I would, I know what it means to um, have lost a child. So, of course, I'm going to be the best, calmest, most patient mom And what I found out was that grief brought out a lot of anger in me in in that I was very impatient. I had a lot of frustration. My tank was already so empty with grief that my children, even though I loved them, even though I knew what it was like to lose a child, um, my children sometimes, I'm not going to say my children didn't make me angry. That's not what I mean. I'm not, sorry, my children didn't cause the anger in me. I was already had anger, and sometimes I directed that anger at my children. 
And so I, I didn't feel like I was the best mom and that I needed to work through that, that anger. And then, so that was just kind of an everyday, just a little bit more frustration um, in my daily life. But then I also had a period of really intense anger. And I, I didn't necessarily have anger at anything or anyone in particular. I just had a really deep frustration that I just, it came out in anger a lot. So anything that I heard about, anything that happened, I just felt a lot, a lot of anger. So telling somebody that anger is bad or to just stop being angry, <laughs> I don't think that really helps somebody because anger and grief is so normal and it can show up in so many different ways. It can come out as anger at God. It can come out as angry at a person, including the person who died. It can be anger at other people, anger at yourself, anger at nothing but everything. There, This anger is so normal and real. And so something I want to talk about anger is that, okay, say there's something that happened or, you, you know, the anger that you're directing at somebody, it really doesn't matter that that other thing, like that other person, what they did or, or whatever, that anger with grief is just an energy in your body that needs to come out. When grief came into my life, I felt broken and stuck. And I often wondered if I was doing this whole grieving thing right. I was on a journey to get rid of my grief, to be done with it. And little did I know that grief is a part of my life now. And that to begin healing, I really needed to mesh my life and my grief together. That grief is this invisible person that has come to walk by my side the rest of my life, and I cannot get rid of it. So how do you mesh grief together with your life? How do you know if you are taking steps forward in your grief? This is what I help you with in grief coaching. I help you create space and awareness around your grief so you can learn to have happiness, joy, contentment, and be excited about your future. Your story is not over. I truly believe that. Your loss is a part of your story, but you have so much life left to live. If you want to do the work and you are committed to working through your grief, I am here to help you and I truly, truly believe in you. To schedule a free 30-minute call with me, you can go to www.meganhillica.com slash griefcoaching. That's www.meganhillica.com slash griefcoaching. It, it would happen even if that person didn't do that thing or that person, like whatever it is that you're directing your anger at, it's not that that is making you angry. It's just your grief and your thoughts with grief that are causing the anger in you. It's not that person or that other thing. So just understanding that no matter what, this anger would have to come out and you are finding, trying to find a reason for you have to have the anger. So let's just focus on allowing the anger to be and allowing the anger to come out and express it, to get it out of your body if you imagine this huge giant beach ball, you shove this big huge giant beach ball under the water. Imagine that's anger. I use this analogy with grief a lot as well, but imagine this big huge giant beach ball is shoved under the water and you're holding it there, holding it there, and it's so exhausting. This is like you telling yourself that 
I shouldn't feel angry. I should stop being angry. I shouldn't be doing this. And you're sh- and the anger's still there. So now you're shoving it under the water, shoving it under the rug, trying to pretend it does- doesn't exist. It's not there. And then it explodes out someday down the road. And when it explodes out, it hurts other people. It hurts people you don't mean to. It hurts yourself. It hurts relationships. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And this can be such a difficult thing. And that is why anger is so scary. I think anger is a very intense emotion that we truly do need to deal with, even if it is a normal emotion with grief. So I want to normalize it that it's normal, but we also need to deal with it because it can hurt other people. It's a super intense emotion that can hurt you. It can hurt other people. And we need to deal with it and take care of it. So I just want to encourage you to find a way to release the built-up tension from that anger, that energy that's in your body in a healthy manner. So for me, I found high-intensity things really helped me. Running and biking, punching. Um, Some people find writing helpful, screaming, yelling, just like anger is such a high-intensity energy. So allow it to come out. Allow it to surface and release from your body. Allow yourself to feel it and process it and and like let let it go out of your body. So imagine that the anger is like energy in your body, that if you stuff it down, it will just fester and explode, like I said earlier. And then I want you to think and to pay attention, bring awareness to what is the thought that is driving the anger. So like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what anybody did or what what happened. That thing that happened is like a neutral thing that happened. And so you're having thoughts about that, and that's what's causing you anger. It's making you so angry. And feeling that anger, experiencing it, is so important to process it because we have to process our emotions. They cannot just be, um, they cannot just go away. But the other thing is to, to realize what are the thoughts that are driving the anger. What is the thoughts behind it? And when you recognize and become aware of the thoughts, then you can choose which ones you want to think. So the anger is real. We need to feel it. We need to process it. And it's not going to go away by itself. It definitely is a very powerful emotion and a very damaging emotion if we don't deal with it properly. We need to allow ourselves to feel and process anger. And so while I'm talking about anger in this time with this coronavirus, I just want to give an example of anger that seems to be coming out from a lot of people with um, like other, you know, other people not taking this seriously enough or other people taking this too seriously. And just recognizing that your anger is your own and you're having that anger or that fear about what other people are doing rather than like we cannot control each person in this world you only have control over yourself and what you do and how you feel and when you allow yourself to honor that they're doing what you know they think is best and you are doing what you think is best then you can let go of that anger because you you're not getting angry because you think they should be doing something different and they're not because <laughs> You're only causing yourself harm and suffering by 
wanting them to change when they're not, wanting other people to act differently when they're not. You can change yourself and only yourself. And so with anger, it's just, it's really important to not go, um, I feel like we get mad and then we need to go vent. You know, we need to get it all out and spit all over everyone else and get this all out of us when really that anger is coming from your own thoughts and your own and from you. It's not made from other people. It's not, nobody else can make you angry. You are making yourself feel the anger by the thoughts that you're thinking. And so I know this can be a difficult thing to comprehend and understand, but it is, it has changed my life and being able to understand that other people don't make me angry. It is the thoughts that I'm thinking and how I am making, what I'm making them mean. So I know this is a very um, difficult time, a very difficult time with anger and fear and very powerful emotions. And I just really want to offer a light and some lightness and some hope and maybe keeping our energetic vibration a little bit higher and keeping our, not not acting out of panic, but acting out of a calmness and a calm place. So Friday night, tomorrow night, I am hosting a free completely free online grief coaching call, a grief support call where I'm going to be doing some guided meditations and some different ways that we can process emotion and maybe start to come from a place of calmness and understand that fear and anxiety are real and they're happening because you're human, but that how do we process them and not let them get the best of us and control us. So you can join me when you join my free Facebook group, that's www.facebook.com slash group slash cultivated family. Um, this is for grieving mothers. And if you want to join me on Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I would love to have you in there. I know this is a time of kind of chaos and I want to bring some calm in the chaos. So I would love to have you join me. Again, that's www.facebook.com slash groups slash cultivated family. I really just want to send you all some love today and just follow me on Facebook because I'm doing some videos every day to kind of bring some more calm to the chaos. I'm just holding you all in my heart this week. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Cultivated Family Podcast. While this episode is over, you can continue to join me in conversation on Instagram or Facebook at Cultivated Family. I would love to see you there.